the volume. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. Turn first-round picks like Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. Visit PaniniAmerica.net today. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. The Colin Cowherd Podcast brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any fantasy sport, there is a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Hi, everybody. Welcome in. Friday morning. We're going to be doing this now for the next 19, 20 weeks. I bring in Chad Millman, and we go over my favorite eight bets of the week, and he tells me if I'm a sharp or a square. But first, it's time for fake questions, real answers. There's stuff I want to talk about. I don't want to wait for you to ask me. Fake questions, real answers. Here we go. Dear Colin, after a sloppy play in week one, a lot of people are saying starters need to play more in the preseason. Don't you think they're getting a tad carried away? Great question. Yes, I do. Football teams have never been refined in September. Andy Reid, Sean McVay, Matt Nagy, offensive coaches. They spend off-season scheming new plays. So I do think offensive coaches have an advantage over defensive coaches in September. Defenses are rarely in great form early. There's a long time baseball saying on opening day, pitchers are ahead of hitters. The belief is that hitters perform worse at the beginning of the season. Therefore, pitchers perform better at the beginning of the season. Last week, the biggest numbers were put up by the Saints, Sean Payton, Cardinals, Cliff Kingsbury, Eagles, Nick Sirianni, Niners, Kyle Shanahan. Rams, Sean McVay. September is for offensive coaches. Consider that when gambling. Dear Colin, a team needs a quarterback right now who's a backup or unsigned. Who is the first guy you'd call? Another terrific question. He's not high profile like Cam Newton. He doesn't have endorsements. But it's remarkable to me 
how we always forget about Nick Foles, who outdueled Tom Brady in a Super Bowl, who has a career record over 500. In fact, with Philadelphia, when he had decent offensive line protection and a smart offensive coach, he was 21 and 11 and a passer rating above 93. He's played in six playoff games. He's won four, 11 TDs, five picks, and a 99 passer rating. Nick Foles has always been as good as his surrounding protection and coaching. Nick Foles, I'm not building my franchise around him. My argument is he's absolutely, and has been for the last several years, the best backup quarterback in the NFL. Dear Colin, you're plugged into USC. Why did they wait until the season started to fire Clay Helton? Why didn't they do it months ago or even years ago? Well, Lynn Swan gave Clay Helton an extension. So the current athletic director, Mike Bone, inherited a long Clay Helton contract. USC was going through some ugly financial payouts. They didn't want to write a check for $20 million for a new guy and $15 million for Clay Helton. Ideally, Clay would have been strong enough to get through this season. Then they would have written him about a $5 million check. Instead, they had to write him one closer to 12. The reality with Clay Helton is that Mike Bone, the current athletic director, was never a huge fan. He surrounded him with elite recruiters, hoping that if he had to get rid of Clay Helton, the next coach would inherit a team and a roster capable of winning the Pac-12. I believe that is true. The cupboard is not bare. Mike Bone deserves credit. He, two years ago, realized Clay Helton, who he inherited, was not perfect. He also realized very quickly, if I put money into the staff, make it younger, very good at recruiting, the next coach has a chance to take over the team and win immediately. And I believe if USC gets it right, with the coach, they'll be favored next year in the conference. Dear Colin, which team and fan base is the most frustrating to you in all of sports? That's the best question yet. It's the United States men's national soccer team. Every time something goes wrong, they blame the coach. In other sports, we know inherently the coach can't control everything. Bill Belichick is struggling to win as the greatest football coach ever without Tom Brady. Greg Popovich is largely considered the best strategist in the last 15 years in the NBA. He now can't win without Tim Duncan. A coach, it's understood, is only as good as his players. Really think last year Dave Roberts was the best manager in baseball? But for some reason, soccer fans keep blaming Greg Berhalter for everything. Folks, the world's best soccer coach, whoever that may be, would not get us to the Final Four in the World Cup. This team has more offensive talent, except midfield, than any team we potentially ever had. But we don't have Brazil, Argentina, Germany, England. We don't have that level of talent. Every other fan base realizes even great coaches have absolute limitations, Belichick, Popovich, based on talent. All right, here he is, Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. Now, on this show last week, um, Chad and I got the Steelers in Carolina right. We both missed 
on the Bears, the Chiefs, Washington, he did like, he did take the Texans, so he gets a bonus for that. I said I should have taken the Seahawks. I think I should get a bonus for that. But overall, we were both kind of three and five on this show. So, all right. So the way this thing works. Can I get a super bonus for saying you should be parlaying teams like the Texans and the Steelers or because uh, I did that and and it turned out to be quite profitable. Oh, all right. Go ahead. You can say that. Thank you. Thank you. All right. But everything here is uh, it's archived. So there's no baloney here, no no uh, knuckleballs. This is you have to be a power pitcher in this game. I feel like life is about being judged, and if you are not comfortable with your record, then don't do something publicly. But you and I, uh, we both have massive egos, Huge. and it's important for us to share what we know, yeah, and then to be praised, and hopefully people will forget when we don't do as well as we should. So every week, I'm going to bring eight games. And from this eight, I'm going to pick five. And the way this game works is I give you my take on it and you say sharp or square and then give me what you would do. So let's start with this. I like the Chargers. It's now minus three and a half. I like them before. I like them more now without Demarcus Lawrence, easily the best Cowboy defensive player. Is that the fact that the Washington defense really – got no pressure on Justin Herbert. And now the Cowboys bring in a defensive front without their best player tells me that Justin Herbert at home is going to have a lot of time to throw the football. Um, he was remarkable on third down last week. Bizarrely good, 74% against the Washington defense. And it should be noted, a defensive-leaning staff that had more than a week to prepare for them. Dallas has a more offensive-minded staff. I'm going to take the Chargers, preferably at minus three, but even if it's minus three and a half, sharper square. So the Chargers are a sharp play, but they were a sharp play when this game opened at two and a half. Yes. And now it was bet up to three. It was bet up to three and a half. At three and a half is not a sharp play anymore. It's just the side that everybody is playing and they've been playing it more aggressively since the news about um, about uh, the defensive lineman whose name I just forgot. Demarcus, Demarcus Lawrence. Lawrence, I think. Yeah, Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, and since the news about him came out, Michael Gallup not playing. There have been some injuries on that team in the span of the 24 to 48 hours just in the last couple of days. That's why it's no longer a sharp side at three and a half. Personally, I'm not going to play it anymore because there's an old axiom in betting, get the best of the number. And oftentimes, if you like a side, but the number has moved so far, especially over a key number like three, and you missed it, you don't bet it because then that's going to come back to bite you in the long run. Right. So I like the Chargers in this game. Uh, I won't bet it because I don't, like, I don't like the number anymore. Interesting game I feel strongly about. I don't like favorites generally. I would take the Steelers minus five hosting the Raiders. Raiders on a short week. Um, I really think what Pittsburgh was able to do, which was completely unravel a more than capable Buffalo offense at home. Um, we forget the Steelers were a dominant defensive unit last year until they fell apart. We were reminded 
in opening week at Buffalo, just how dominant and relentless they are. Raiders in a short week. I don't even know if they're particularly well coached. I feel like they're a two-person offense with Derek Carr and Waller. Um, the Steelers were able to, by committee, shut down Stephon Diggs. I would take the Steelers a favorite to cover here. Sharp or dull? Sharp. Very sharp. Right side. 100%. The defense is fierce. No doubt about it. What was interesting about that um, Bills game and you and I both like the Steelers. You and I both like the Steelers to win in that game. Ben Roethlisberger in the second half of that game, they, they had a lot of troubles in the first half with offense. In the second half of that game, he played like a savvy veteran. And when they needed to have plays made, third downs, you weren't worried that Ben Roethlisberger was going to turn the ball over. Um, and that's how they won the game. They were methodical. They got the right plays. They had the right turnover from special teams. Um, I thought they were just incredibly, uh, uh, really well coached in that game. Great spot for Mike Tomlin that that last week. That's the only thing that scares me about this week is Mike Tomlin is amazing when he's got a rah-rah his team. Uh, he's less amazing when his team is favored and they're supposed to win. But I do think this is the right side. All right, I'm going to throw one at you. And I don't even know how I feel, but I'm just going to give you my acumen here. So New England led the NFL last weekend with Mac Jones in a particularly captivating stat. They averaged nine plays a drive and over four minutes. Now, why does that matter? Because it was against Brian Flores. Mac Jones's numbers and Flores had more than one week to prepare. Last year, Flores... Mahomes threw three picks. Jared Goff unraveled. Mac Jones completed 74% of his throws, one sack, no turnovers, and a passer rating over 100. If you go back to what Flores did to quarterbacks last year, he ate them alive. His numbers, Max, in his first start, were significantly better than quarterbacks last year. So that's the first part of this. They outplayed Miami and lost. So I find a team that lost, people are down on, there's value in New England. Secondly, the Jets, this is inarguable, could not run the football against Carolina, meaning they will be more influenced and quarterback-centric. Oh, that's a shame because Belichick has the best record against quarterbacks under 25 in NFL history. I know the number six. If it was seven, I'd stay away. But I've considered swallowing the six and taking New England. Sharp or square? Well, it's square because you're you're betting a big number on a rookie quarterback on the road. And the only things that make it acceptable are the fact that it's Bill Belichick. And he is the one who is the exception to every single rule. Okay. I will be on the Jets in this game. I think the line is inflated because people are coming away from that game against Miami with the same impression that you have. Mac Jones was good on third down. He controlled the ball. He didn't turn it over. He was preternaturally mature, all those things. I don't like the number. So I'll be on the Jets. All right. Well, fine. That's how you see it. It's not the sharp side by any means. All right. 
The NFL is back, and FanDuel Sportsbook wants you to get the most out of every play. That's why they're giving everybody a $10 risk-free bet every week. All you have to do is bet a same-game parlay bet with three legs or more. And if your bet doesn't win, FanDuel pays you back up to 10 bucks. Biggest game this Sunday is Chiefs-Ravens. My gut feeling this morning is Chiefs because they've dominated this series. They also get Frank Clark and Honey Badger back. Same game parlay. Look for that. The same game parlay icon to know what markets are eligible for same game parlays. FanDuel, easy to use. America's number one sports book. No feeling like nailing a same game parlay bet. New to FanDuel Sportsbook? They're offering a $1,000 bet if you prefer that. Sign up, promo code Colin. First bet loses. Get up to 1000 bucks back in site credit. That's promo code Colin. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund, 10 bucks. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbookfanduel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile slash web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Jersey, and Virginia. Or call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789. Or go to 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, I'm going to throw one at you. You talked me out of betting the Seahawks last week. Did I? Yeah, you I think did. I did. No, yeah. no, I think I did. That's yeah, right. That's right. So yeah. I have a rule that well-coached teams that are good, not bad teams, but capable, well-coached teams when they play poorly or are humiliated, always bounce back. The Colts not only lost, they were pushed all over the field. The Rams are a good team. This is Stafford's first road game. They're feeling very good about themselves. The number was four. It's now three and a half. I would take a well-coached, talented team and the points if it's over three against the Rams, who we all now love. They're a little overvalued. It was the Bears. Was sharper square. It is so sharp. I feel like I'm watching a Ronco commercial and you are selling me knives. That is how <laughs> sharp it is. Um, this is exactly the side you want to be on. I love this game. I love the Colts in this game. I betted at four. I think three and a half is still good. Um there's a stat. Home underdogs coming off of a loss since 2005 in week two, home dogs, 63% against the spread Ooh. when the spread is six or less. The Colts fit directly into that system. That is a nice size data set. Um, and agree with everything you said. This is one where the market meets the analysis, meets the analysis on the field, right? And so for me, that's 100% sharp play. All right, here's another one. I've gone back and forth on this, and I like data. So I'm going to go Panthers plus three and a half hosting the Saints. I was on the other side of this, and I got a little birdie inside the Carolina Little little insight. Carolina went into that game against the Jets feeling they were the better side. New coach, rookie quarterback. It was a fairly conservative game plan by Matt Rule. Darnold week one gained him confidence. Uh, the Saints, meanwhile, are not nearly as good as everybody thinks today. Um, they, they faced a northern team in Jacksonville Heat, which had a distracting offseason. We like the Saints, and they do have a good defensive front. But Carolina is more than capable offensively. They're getting more than a field goal. I think as the season progresses and Sam Darnold, remember, he did not play much in the preseason. This was the first time live bullets. I think they open up the offense. It's too many points. This is a big divisional game. I'm taking Carolina plus three and a half. So look. Yeah, I loved the Panthers. This is the sharp side. Three things I want to say. One, I love the Panthers last week um, against the Jets when the number was at four. 
because I'm really impressed with Matt Rule. I think that defense is getting better. Two, you called me yesterday. We were talking a little bit about some games. You were telling me how much you like the Saints. And I said to you, I do not like this. And I was thinking all night last night, because I like to think a lot about coming on the show. I want to prep. I want to be ready. I want to visualize. How am I going to respond to you on the Saints? And I've been researching this game all day. Jameis Winston, 7-14-1 against the spread as a favorite. On the field, zone looks bother Jameis Winston. That's what Carolina is going to do. Marshawn Lattimore, not playing. That's a huge hit for the Saints defense. This game had been lined. So if we were looking at this game prior to this past weekend, it would have been Saints minus two. Now, all of a sudden, it's Saints, it's Saints minus four, and they're traveling after coming off of a huge blowout. That is way too much of a uh, reaction, too much inflation on a point spread. So um, I think you're 100% playing the right side in this. Here's another one. Thank you. There's a quality to Joe Burrow, Chad Millman, that I like in people is that I'm, I am a believer that life is not about action. I got up this morning, I shower, I get a coffee, I drive to work, action. My life is largely driven by my ability to react to having to get a vaccine. My wife is mad at me. My boss is demanding that how you handle reaction, how you react to action is overwhelming. The action's the easy part for all of us. It's almost, it's habitual. We do things, a lot of our day-to-day lives are very habitual. It's easy. It's reacting that matters. Joe Burrow has a really excellent quality that Burrow throws remarkably well under duress. His, his numbers, when pressured, when hit, when sacked, his accuracy does not dip substantially. This is a very good sign. He's comfortable with pressure. He's comfortable in a muddy pocket. He is comfortable after sacks. He is comfortable in that chaos. The Bears don't have the pass rush they've had in previous years. I'm going to take the Bengals to beat the Bears straight out. I don't think the Bears locker room is great. I like Cincinnati to upset the Bears plus one and a half Bengals. I love your action reaction theory. 100% agree. You could argue that what we do when we react is when we are human because that is just pure instinct. I'm responding to what's in front of me. I don't have time to think about it. I don't have time to plan for it. I don't have time to strategize. Love your take on that. Hate your take on the Bears and the Bengals. Completely disagree. I thought the Bears played much, much better than the score indicated against the Rams. And they ran the ball very, very well against a good running defense. Three plays mattered in that game against the Bears defense. Three plays in which Matthew Stafford threw over the top. The Bears had defensive breakdowns. That's what led to the Rams winning that game. Um, The Bengals, I agree with Joe Burrow, better quarterback, probably better locker room right now. But the Bears at home, with the line moving in the Bengals' direction, I don't want to be on the side of the public underdog. I don't want to be on the side of the team that by the time this game gets kicks off, they could be favored. That to me screams take the other side. So for reasons both on the field and because of what the market is doing and what the public feels, I will be uh, on the bears. 
and I will be on the Bears to win. I disagree with uh, your assessment of the line, of the spread, and of the Bengals' chances to win the game. All right, here's another one. Rarely is a top team undervalued. But the Chiefs, because Mahomes became a spectator in the first half, were pretty unimpressive. But Frank Clark and Honey Badger didn't play against the NFL's best rushing attack and highest graded offensive line. The Chiefs are actually undervalued here, and I only have to swallow three and a half. Ravens are on a short week. They're still using backups at running back. I like Kansas City here to beat Baltimore by a touchdown. What do you think, sharp or square? I think it's uh, pretty square. It's the side that everybody will want to take. Betting is about doing hard things. The hard thing is to take the Ravens as a home dog, getting the extra half a point, getting the hook at three and a half. It's hard to take the Ravens when they're off of a hard loss, when they're traveling back home, when they're injured, but it's the sharp side. I mean, you're going to take a home dog in this spot. And while you talk about what the Chiefs were missing defensively, the Browns played really, really well against the Chiefs and the Ravens have a better defense than the Browns. And so I did see some vulnerability on the field for the Chiefs, but mostly the sharp side is the Ravens and the hook. Well, I'm going to throw one at you. Sorry. No, it's okay. Hey, this, this is exploratory. This okay. is, you know. Uh, I told you I love the Steelers this week. I loved the Colts, the Steelers, and the Panthers. Everything else is negotiable. That's why we do this. Okay. I'm with you on all three of those. Okay. Those are are my strongest plays. Eagles plus three and a half against hosting the Niners. Now, it's telling me to take the Eagles. And I thought Jimmy Garoppolo said something interesting this week on KNBR, the most popular radio station in the Bay Area, knowing that Kyle Shanahan would hear it, is that he said, um, I'm making the best of it when asked about coming in and out of the football game. Making the most of it is what you say when you go on vacation and the hotel and the airline screwed you. You're making the most of the vacation. It's what you said in the past year with the uh, COVID when your kids had to homeschool and Zoom school. We're making the most of it. Jimmy Garoppolo's not happy, and Trey Lance is not ready to play in that division. I believe Garoppolo is better than people think and has more leverage than people think. And I wonder if he and the people who are his allies in that locker room he definitely has lots of allies in that locker room are terribly happy with Kyle Shanahan. So whereas I think Nick Sirianni was making players cry last week, reportedly in the pregame speech, they're all in on this young coach, as bad as he may be at the podium. So the play is probably Eagles plus three and a half because it's telling me to play that. So I, I know what it's telling me to play. Tell me the side you're on and why you believe strongly in the side you're on. I 100% believe strongly in the Eagles plus three and a half. Um, Philly's defense, Philly as a team, I think, was primed to make the biggest leap of the year. Uh, Their defensive line, as we saw this weekend, is the strength of their team. The other strength is the offensive line. They win in the trenches. And I know that's where San Francisco likes to win too. 
But if you give me a team that can be so physically overpowering at home as a three and a half point favorite, that is always going to be the side to take. And while the Lions came back and and made it a close game, and for a lot of people ended up backdooring on the spread against the Niners, um, the Niners were winning that game handily. And that's what fans are going to see. They're going to see that they scored 41 on the on the Lions, and that's what carries over. That's why the number is even inflated as it is. So give me the Eagles plus three and a half. Also, there is some practicality here. The the cornerback situation for the Niners is not great. It's not. And so they're depleted in addition to whatever locker room turmoil there is. And if you break it down, Jimmy Garoppolo is good, but he had moments in that Lions game that didn't go as well as they should have. And so um, I'm all over. The Eagles at plus three and a half. By the way, uh, emerging young receivers, Philadelphia, the Niners lost their first or second best corner, Verrett. So that's another reason to take Philadelphia. Here's one. Bills, very good team, sloppy week one, swallowing three and a half at Miami. Dolphins plus three and a half. The number is telling me to take Miami. My instincts are telling me that Buffalo will bounce back. But the number is saying Miami. So explain the side you're on to our audience because you are the square and I am vulnerable for going with my gut. I'm a little like George Bush, the president. I don't read the pamphlets. I kind of go with my gut too much. Yeah, I, the the gut should tell you that you want to take Miami. Well, no, my gut tells me Buffalo, but the number tells me Miami. I, if you were a sharp, the gut would tell you take Miami because – it's a little, the line is a little bit off. Essentially, the bookmakers would line this at three, right? The, the handicappers, the professional betters, the wise guys, they would say Bill's minus three. It's three and a half. If you're getting that half a point off of a key number, three, sometimes four, seven, 10, those are the key numbers. That's what games land on. If you think that a game is lined at three and you can get the half point, you take the half point, you take the team that is at home as an underdog at three and a half. Here's something else that's interesting that's come up a lot on The Favorites, which is the podcast that I do with professional better Simon Hunter for the Volume Podcast Network. Yep. What's been interesting is how the legal betting markets and the money coming in and how people bet is impacting the point spreads because there's a lot more money coming in that is casual bettors that are new to betting. And they are betting on public teams who are popular. And so it's giving the underdogs bigger spreads than they would normally have. Last week, underdogs went 12 and four. Underdogs won nine of 16 games outright. So you're talking about an opportunity in which most time the sharp side is going to be the underdog side because bookmakers are inflating the lines because they know they're going to get a lot of public money coming in. On the on the uh, on the favorite. I want to throw one more at you. I feel like I'm in a very giving mood. Hmm. Uh, you know what? I think as I age, I'm a I'm more of a giver than a taker. So I'm going to give America this one. <laughs> so the Buccaneers won, but actually played very poorly. They had penalties. They had four turnovers. They're minus twelve, and I never bet those numbers. But the Falcons, and this is disturbing, even bad Falcon teams have scored at home. In the Matt Ryan era, 
That was either his first or second worst performance at home. On that track, they usually fast track. They play well offensively. They were abysmal. The Buccaneers, with extra time to prep, played poorly and won. Uh, Brady, with extra times, always been good. Off buys, playoff games. It's a ridiculous number. But am I ludicrous to think 12 is should not frighten people and that's a big favorite that could win? It could be an ugly one? I think there is a 12 and a half point favorite this weekend that I'm a big fan of, but it is not the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right. Why? It's the, it's the Cleveland Browns. Um, I feel like, look, this, this is... This is the kind of thing where we'll know who's right and who's wrong at the end of this game. And after the first two weeks, we will have a better sense of what the first week told us, right? It's, it's, it's an awkward phrasing of a sentence, but everyone reacts to week one. I tend to try to find the opportunities in which people are overreacting to week one. And I am going to make the case that the Falcons were not as bad as we thought they were in week one. The Eagles were extraordinarily good, and they're still not being cre- given credit for it. I think the Falcons ran into a really good team that we're going to see at the end of the year is much, much better than we think. And it's a first-year head coach who is getting his feet wet and probably was really nervous. And that game plan was not very good. And his receive- the Matt Ryan's receivers were not getting open. The Bucs secondary is a little bit banged up. I think with another week of preparation for the Falcons, and, a, and an injured secondary for the Bucks, you're getting a better opportunity. Plus, the line is so inflated because of the Bucks being the Bucks and then winning in prime time and the Falcons losing the way they did. So I think you're getting a little bit of value there. That was an interesting take. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? 
That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't Nick? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, this is easy. So what we'll do every week, I'll give you eight or nine. And uh, I, I have to search. I'm going to go far and wide. I know three games I'm taking and I'm leaning with a fourth. But that's why I do this. Because my takeaway, as I told you last week, is I don't make my final picks until Friday morning because I wait for COVID stuff. I wait for injury stuff. And I I learned a lot, Millman. I really did. I felt I learned a lot here today. I uh, so Steelers, Panthers. Who was the other one you were? We were locked in on. Colts, Steelers, Panthers and Colts. Yeah, those are my those are the three I like. I I I, I got to tell you, St- Colts, Steelers, Panthers, an interesting one for me. Really interested in San Francisco, Jimmy Garoppolo being honest and acknowledging publicly, I'm making the most of it. Just you know, it's it's always the argument if a couple argues in public at a party, what's the ride home like? If they can't contain themselves publicly at a party, like if a, a couple and they're arguing publicly, what are they like driving home? What are they like at home? If Garoppolo can't contain himself on KNBR, then there's some anxiety in the room. And by the way, most of the Niner players are on Garoppolo's side. Nothing against Trey Lance, but they went to a Super Bowl with Garoppolo. He's a good looking guy, a lot of confidence. He's a baller. They like him. He's an alpha. They like him in that locker room. And so I and also I think the the one thing about Philadelphia, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting narrative that was set up. Greg Cosell told me something on Thursday today, and it was really interesting. He said what Philadelphia did a really exceptional job at is many of the early plays by the offense were one read plays, RPOs. Uh, empty backfield, spread the defense out, where there was a premeditated, pre-designed side to go to for a young quarterback and one early read. He said, later in the season, that may not be the case. Next year, it's not. He said, but they set him up, Jalen Hurts, to do things he did well and make the decisions almost pre-snap. This is what we're doing. And Cosell said it was really smart coaching They that Sirianni knew what Jalen did well and just kept going back to it. And Atlanta could never stop it. It was and he said, you know, that that's the classic. 
get your players, find their strengths and play to it. And Greg on film said he, they really f- said, this is what Jalen does, and we're just going to keep doing it and, until they can stop it. And he said it was really, really impressive. He also said two years ago, this was the slowest offense in the NFL. He goes on film. They are significantly quicker than two years ago. There's real speed on this offense, including Jalen Hurts, uh, the receiver from Alabama, uh, Rieger, the TCU kid. So it, it, it listening to Cosell really kind of shifted the way I saw this game. I still struggle with Nick Sirianni because he fumbles around talking to the media and I have verbal bias. If people that speak poorly, I tend to think less of them. It's a terrible habit. But the president, Sean McVay is slick. I think he's slick, right? He fools me. If you're good at the mic, yes. I think you're, you know, that's why I, if it was up to me, I'd hire a televangelist to run my company and I'd end up, you know, a train wreck. Yeah. Listen, I, I agree with you. I used to be beholden to uh, the slickness. As I've gotten older, I find I just want substance. I want to build everything from the inside out. I have more respect for everybody doing that than anything else. You give me a, a organization, no matter what it is, whether it's Google or YouTube or Action Network or Volume, build on the fundamentals first. Build from the inside out. Build the foundation. Then add in all the stuff that's going to be sort of shiny baubles. If that's what the Eagles are doing, if the Eagles are building the foundation and their head coach doesn't know how to speak to the media, but he knows how to speak to his players and he knows what's important for them to win, I'll buy that. I may have completely whiffed on Sirianni because I read, but the stories I've read, when Cosell said that to me, it was really, it was really impactful. He's like, they really figured out what Jalen Hurts does and they distilled it down to a handful of things and they just kept going to it. And Atlanta had no answer. Listen, mobile quarterbacks, ask Nick Saban in college. It's it's hard to get your arms around him. I always hear this. Oh, people wait till they figure out Lamar Jackson. Yeah, that's not going to happen. You're not going to figure out the fastest quarterback ever. I can't believe you haven't done this take yet. I don't want my coach to be the guy who's got Instagram worthy shots at the draft of him sitting on his couch in his beautiful living room with his indoor outdoor living and looks like a Ken doll. I want my coach to be a nerdy guy who doesn't know how to communicate with anyone except when it comes to telling them how to play football. And if that's what the Eagles have, by all means, Godspeed. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, that's why I do this podcast. This is, to me, you're my mentor. I am but a child. (laughs) (laughs) I acknowledge it, though. I don't. You know what? I've said this. I'm not cool and I'm not a sharp. I'm seeking accreditation, but I'm a passenger on this flight. You're the pilot. So this week, I feel like I learned last week. I came in a little cocky this week. I've been humbled. I'm just sitting back with a notebook. And a number two pencil, writing down notes. Everybody in the world is thinking that Chad Millman guy, he's on the on that that Cowherd podcast. He's the cool one. That's exactly what, they, what they're thinking. You know, our wives, I've said this before, our wives look like sisters. Yes. It is incredible. When I saw your wife, I don't know why I thought that, the cool one, because I think my wife's cool. I met your wife. I literally left that day and I told my wife, I'm like, there's some genetic 
connection here. You guys are- We've got to do a 23andMe. It's incredible. And by, by the way, both, we've outkicked our coverage, both of us. 100%. I have no problem with it. It's silly. It's honestly silly. It is. Hey, listen, one more thing. As you know, we entered you as a gift. Simon Hunter and I entered you into a season-long survivor contest. You won last what did week. I, what, did I, what did I pick? Last week, you had the Rams. <laughs> this week, this week you are going to choose the Browns. Yes, I am. That, that's okay. a good pick. We're I mean, I can that. take the Buccaneers or the Browns, but I think I'm going to save the Buccaneers for later. Yes. I'll take Cleveland. You, the other option you can have is the Packers, but I think you should go with the Browns. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not so sure Green Bay is going to be the same team we think. I'm going to take the Browns. All right. We're in it together. Good talking to you, buddy. Just a couple guys who marry redheads, taking the Browns. Beautiful redheads. Yes. Be stylish. <laughs> See you, buddy. See you later. All right, that's Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer, Action Network. Rate, review, subscribe on Instagram. Follow us on YouTube, Twitter too, at Volume Sports. like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from zero to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach zero Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.